0: Welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato.
1: I'm Ashley Burke-Roberts.
0: This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is. On this particular podcast, we will be recapping the Challenge Season 35, Total Madness, Episode 15, Crash Into Me. Folks, I'm pretty sure the final is next week.
1: Oh, doggy!
0: Wow, it has been quite a journey getting here, and I would say this season so far has been one for the books based only upon the fact of the strange editing <laughs> and also i do think i like this cast i'm thinking maybe next week we talk a little bit more about that uh leading up to the final recap that we do here uh but before we get into this recap uh do us a favor folks Rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Give us a nice little review. Um, We really appreciate when you guys do that. It makes us feel really nice.
1: Tell a friend about the podcast.
0: Absolutely. If you want a little bit more of us uh, for only a little bit of change, well, $5 a month will get you two episodes every month that are called Balonus Episodes over on our Patreon, patreon patreon.com forward slash reality blows sign up for that blownest tier and uh, folks if you listen to monday's episode you know that there is a hot one sitting in the chamber
1: i can't believe you're using that as promo
0: i gotta use it as promo it's all we got um but you know without further ado why don't we just jump right into this ash
1: so we get a little recap of what happened last week which is basically nelson tells anisa the truth The guys in the house are saying they don't want to run a final with her. The majority of the men, let me rephrase that, are saying they don't want to run a final with her. They have a night challenge last episode, and uh, the tribunal gets made up of Fessy, Jenny, and Josh, making Corey feel that Jenny once again has uh, come up short on her promise to do him right Bailey sends Anissa home and gets her red skull. Kyle sends Josh home and gets his red skull. This episode begins sort of with a voiceover from Johnny saying it's time for the games to begin. You know, in that way where they're doing the last week on, fading into the new episode. We hear Johnny say it's time for the games to begin. And then our first interview of this episode is Melissa. Melissa. Who has, by the way, been getting so much screen time? I'll say that she's the number one beneficent beneficiary of D being cut out.
0: I have to agree with you there, and I'm also uh, took note this episode that way back when in our recaps, I believe you and I were like, "Who's Casey?" Yes. Who's Casey? Who is this person that Casey's lurks around that we don't see anything of? And now Casey's a large part of this season, and actually has become a favorite of mine. Uh, so has Melissa, and, and Ma- so
1: has Fessy. Fessy has risen to the top in my heart, and I think that he has been gotten so much screen time since the uh, D D has been cut out, and with D being cut out, her her you know lines, her plot lines with Rogan have been cut out as well. We're getting hardly any Rogan the past few episodes uh but you know who who's who's to say what this episode will turn out
0: who, who's to say i mean will will to say
1: will to say right now um so our first interview is from melissa and she's basically like okay so now we all have red skulls so now what and then we get an interview from jenny saying that she's dying to see the final she wants to know her limits Jenny is framing this final as a, a, a test, the ultimate test of her physical abilities. That cuts to the bunks where Johnny and Kyle, who are in a very strong alliance, are talking to each other. And Johnny's saying, hey, listen, it's all going to come down to the next tribunal. Basically, he's alluding to the fact that TJ has not told them yet that they're going to the final. So there will be another tribunal, another uh, um, face-off in purgatory.
0: And you know what, Ash? I feel like right here is the first instance we get of Johnny Bananas making a deal with somebody on this show, and she makes a he makes deals and hears people out. Um, from what I can recall, three separate times with three separate players on this show. Johnny on this Banan- episode. On this episode, yes. Johnny Bananas is not to be trusted. No. Uh, and uh, you find out later that it's been six seasons since this man has seen even seen a final. Yep. So you got to think at this point, it's all cutthroat with Johnny. So if you're going to make a deal with Johnny, you're, you're you're putting your life in the devil's hands. And even though he's been working with Kyle so much here, you know, he, Kyle's whole idea is, hey, listen, if you win the Daily... Bring me in, and I'm going to bring you in if I win that
1: daily. Specifically, bring me into the tribunal. Yes, yes. They, We watch them make a deal here where they agree with each other. Hey, if one of us wins on the next daily and we get in the tribunal, you will be the third. And
0: I'm sitting there and going, Kyle, I don't know if you want to put your whole life in Johnny Banana's hands. Maybe you should start cutting deals with some other people here. I mean, it is Johnny Banana's the snake. Uh, but we'll see what happens.
1: Then we see Nelson and Corey talking, um, and Nelson is just saying like, "Hey, we're getting so much closer to the final. It's putting everything in perspective for me." He ran longer on. The, um, you know, treadmill, treadmill. thank you. I'm he like, said he was running the elliptical.
0: He's like, I'm running. I ran 30 minutes. You know, what, Corey, I thought about that final and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna keep running. Yep. And you know what? The way he said this, even though it was kind of like, uh, pretty ridiculous that he's only running 30 minutes and he needs to run more if he's going to run this final, which you pretty much run all day and all night. Um, I liked it. I felt like Nelson really has his eye on the prize here and Nelson there's something has happened to Nelson, about halfway through, as soon as he got his red skull, Nelson being this evil guy has come, I don't know if somebody, if it was Corey talking something to him, talking some sense to him, but this man is making a 180 on his personality.
1: I feel personally, I feel personally affected by this. I feel redeemed because leading up to this season, I kept saying how excited I was that Nelson was going to be on and how specifically I was excited that Nelson and Corey were going to be on because I feel like they shine as players through their friendship, that their friendship is just a wonderful storyline that affects their game. And we've seen it on Invasion. We've seen it when, on the seasons in the past when they've been together. We've seen their dynamic, um, add, you know, a texture to the show. And, And I was so excited that Nelson was going to be on the show. I talked him up. OK, talking to my friends in my life, saying I'm excited Nelson's going to be there. And then he was evil Nelson for the first half of this season. And people kept were like, you wanted Nelson to be back? Come back. He's dumb. He's mean. He's a womanizer. And I was like, I, I don't I, I must be a bad judge of character is how I was feeling. And now I feel redeemed. And I'm only saying this to pat myself on the back.
0: Oh, you're right, Ashley. Something's going on with Nelson, and I have a feeling this is going to be a big episode for him.
1: Corey says in this conversation that he has had dreams of winning the challenge, and that he can picture TJ saying, you are the challenge winner, and that that feeling that he has when TJ says that is what motivates him to go forward.
0: What I found most wild about this soundbite is it sounds as though you saying it, that that should have been in an interview setting, but this is him laying on his back on, on, uh, on his bunk, kind of staring up. Not in the
1: bunk, but yeah. Uh, wherever he it was. It was in like one of the little side yeah, meeting he rooms. Yeah,
0: and he's talking to Nelson. I mean, they're having a real heart-to-heart that you would only have uh, in the confines of, uh, of a small room with one person in it. But he feels comfortable enough talking to Nelson in this way and I swear to God the man almost shed a tear thinking about this dream that he had.
1: Nelson in an interview is uh has a sweet moment where he just kind of talks about how much he loves Corey and how much the money would help Corey and his family because let's not forget Corey has one beautiful daughter and another child on the way. All of a sudden the lights in the bunk start flashing everybody's like oh the lights are flashing you know it's interesting, I, I know we've talked about this on the pod before and but I can't help but bring it up one more time right here at the end, where the lights and the alarm going off now is um, such a such a an an, occur- an every episode occurrence. We know what it means now, right? And I'm just still so confused as to why they took so long to introduce that very cool aspect of the bunker into the season. Because for the first four or five episodes, we didn't see that. And it just seems like if you're going to be in a bunker and you're going to have this internal alarm system that goes off and that that's going to be a part of the show, introduce it up top. Lights are flashing. Kyle in an interview says, um, Oh, TJ, please just tell us that we're going to go to the final. Please. They get to the daily. It's a double elimination. TJ tells them one man and one woman will be going home.
0: They can't believe it. They are, they are thrown and they can't believe it. Everybody seems pretty excited by it, though, rather than dreading it. It's interesting. A lot of grins, like, wow, I can't believe we're doing another double uh, elimination. Another
1: double elimination. Just coming off a double elimination. That was last week. Now we're doing another one. TJ says, this daily will be called Crash Course, and you're playing as individuals. Okay? Now look around. Since this is a double elimination, the tribunal, you guys are going to have to decide who you want to run the final with and who you do not Okay, who's going to be a threat? The way that this daily works is you stand on, uh, everyone's standing on barrels. It's about three barrels stacked up in a column. Everybody's on a column. They're being supported by a harness. Then one player uh, drives a car as fast as they can, pulls the emergency brake, okay, and then tries to crash into as many barrels as possible, and whoever knocks over the most barrels uh, for the men gets to be in the tribunal, and whoever knocks over the most barrels for the women gets to be in a tribunal.
0: It's a bonus with a car. Now, can I say this? Why were they suspended above the barrels?
1: Because if they fell, they would have died.
0: (laughs) That's true. Uh, There was no game reason. There's no defense you play. There's nothing that happens if your barrels get knocked over versus somebody else's barrels getting knocked over.
1: Well, we saw in one clip where I was pretty sure someone uh, kicked their barrels off. OK, that they, yeah, they, it looks like their column is falling before the car even hits it. And so I think that you could play with your alliance in that way where you're like, well, uh, I want so and so to be on yeah. the tribunal. So I'm just going to as soon as the car comes towards me, I'm going to just kick my column over.
0: Well, if that was the plan, it was just never talked about in an interview. It was never mentioned. It was never utilized uh, mm-hmm. as a storyline or anything or as a piece of the game. It was quite literally like going through this extreme part of this show we're like guess what and you're gonna be suspended 50 feet in the air it's how like,
1: long do you think this took i mean because they have to restack those and, barrels and they have to get and they have to <laughs> and take pull them the down and put up. somebody up yeah
0: it probably took a half hour to 45 minutes every For single each person t- maybe an hour i so mean this is whole know. day but they seem this is one of those challenges where you can tell everybody is pretty excited by it because they don't have to really do any sort of extraneous workout yeah um and i wonder if they picked this to save people's health before the final because oh, uh, i mean spoiler alert the final will be next week so i wonder if they're like ah, do we want to risk like broken kneecaps on the last thing we kind of need a certain amount of people to make it to the final and yeah. why blow it here so let's do the thing that's kind of a controlled car simulation because somebody was in the car with them and i think that was a an uh a, a like a driver or somebody probably telling them when to pull the e brake because they had cameras in there, but it was they were mounted, so it didn't make any difference. I do don't know. You,
1: I, I thought. Th- how did you like
0: this challenge?
1: Do you feel that it was unfair to the English people, the Brits? No, they don't drive on that side with that steering wheel on that side, I right? I don't think
0: it's that much of. Their you don't think it nah. matters? No, nah, I don't think so.
1: Because uh, I didn't see a British car being rolled out for them.
0: A little, it's your little British car.
1: There you go. It's a manual. <laughs> Um what was your question how did, did i like Did this you challenge? like this challenge
0: did you were you excited by watching people do donuts in a car I thought it was kind of cool just i like yeah. bowling i I still, it was neat. I still just kind of want like more. I think I'd prefer like the carnival game aspect. I do of too.
1: I like a simpler game. Can
0: you just get this ball in the hoop? You yeah. know what I mean? Where people are like shooting hoops or something like that. I like
1: people sweating, getting down to the the bare moment. They're looking over at their competitor. Oh yeah. man, he's got twelve balls in his hoop. I, I, have I pr- to get... I'm, sa-
0: I'm trying to say I prefer the dailies they do on Survivor yeah. over the dailies they do here, just because I know they're all kind of samey, samey, but. The idea of jacking it up, the octane is jacked up. It, it just, to me, doesn't yield good TV. I, I don't really. I'm just watching them spin cars out and knock barrels, and it's.
1: Well, the problem with these kind of dailies is that, like, the first three they show you are interesting, right? Like, the first three they showed us, which was, um, I think like Rogan and then Casey and Johnny. They're like really getting into it, and they show it to us, and then the rest of them, they're just like. Clip. It's like a clip show. Yeah. It's like fast forwarding through it.
0: Well, let's fast forward through this. I
1: want to before we fast forward through it. I want to say one thing, which is that we get our interview from Rogan before he goes because he's first. And then I was like, oh yeah, Rogan's on the show. And then I'm kind of realizing we haven't been getting that much Rogan since D's been cut out. So with D being cut out, all these other storylines are being cut out. And then Rogan says he uh he's got to do really well on this because he feels like a lone wolf in the house. And I was like, what is going on with Rogan? Who is her, who is his alliance i don't know i'm confused the last time we left off he i thought he was in an alliance with jenny because he was telling jenny that d wanted to send her home so it seemed like that was his alliance who is rogan that's my question um just here are the highlights okay casey does a great job rogan does a great job casey doesn't want bailey to win because she'll come after her is what casey says not really getting bailey saying much about casey unless i missed that Johnny calls it bowling. Johnny does a great job. He knocks down like almost all the barrels. Kyle gets zero barrels comes up short we learn his dad is a stunt driver yeah
0: i mean kyle this is great uh kyle's uh, storyline this entire season is he's just not performed very well and he really they 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 make it seem like this is going to be exciting with all the drama and the editing and then he kind of spins out and just stops short before the barrels i mean it was real dud
1: yeah real real dud um nelson they're building up nelson going in there we get a little interview from nelson saying he's praying to god to win And then we get an interview from Corey being like, listen, I've been in a car with Nelson in real life and it's scary. This is going to be scary, y'all. I'm worried. Nelson gets zero barrels. Yeah.
0: And he's like, I want to beat Kyle. I don't want to be a loser like Kyle. Kyle and him have not won a daily yet. (laughs) Uh, So, um, yeah. And uh, he gets zero barrels. He He spins spins out. In in a way that... uh, almost as Johnny puts it almost harder to do than to have actually knocked down barrels I mean he spins so close to them and yet (laughs) so far
1: um yeah Fessy when he goes up he's like it's really important for me to get into this tribunal because uh, I don't want Johnny to get in there because he would be dumb not to target me is what Fessy says I agree I agree as well uh Bailey does great at the end of it, TJ goes, how fun was that? That was pretty sick, right? Except Nelson and Kyle. And then everyone laughs. Everyone laughs. Ha, 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 ha. TJ says the winner for the guys is bananas. There we go. And the winner for the gals, it came down to Bailey and Casey. They got the same number of barrels knocked over. But one person's barrels went flying further than the others. And that person was Casey. Casey.
0: Wow. So Casey and Johnny are now in the tribunal. They get to pull one more person in the tribunal. As you remember before, we had Johnny talking to Kyle in the bunk saying, hey, listen, I'll pull you in if I win. So it's, Put up or shut up time. Casey immediately comes up and to Johnny in their little powwow that they get for a couple seconds. And they're like, hey, listen. Uh, I I, she goes, I, I really like uh, uh, I want to put Fessy, I, Fessy in. Fessy I want to make sure he's safe in and this then, tribunal. And then that's when Johnny's like, you don't understand. Fessy's not going to be the house vote. Kyle will be the house vote. I want to pull Kyle in. And then immediately Casey backs down. And then boom. Johnny
1: says, I promise Fessy is safe.
0: I promise Fessy is safe, which is the second deal that is made by Johnny Bananas in this episode. Casey allows it, and uh, Kyle gets pulled in. Kyle is elated. He starts hugging Johnny, and Johnny's like, "It also, she did it too, and then she go, he goes over and starts hugging Casey. So Corey,
1: in an interview, says, I'm sweating, I'm nervous yeah. by all of this.
0: Yep, it's a nerve-wracking situation when Johnny Bananas has the power. So mm. uh, so the tribunal is set, Casey, Johnny, and then Kyle.
1: Mm. Wouldn't it have been a great if Corey had won and then brought in Nelson? It would have been great. It would have been great. I would Mm -hmm. have loved to have seen that. But that didn't happen. Johnny won and he brought in Kyle. That brings us to a commercial. When we come back, everyone is filing back into the house, into the bunks. Fessy's talking to Johnny in the bunks. And he says, listen, I'll do whatever y'all want. Just don't put me in.
0: Yeah, he's like coming to Johnny. I mean, guess what? I didn't know that Fessy had this in him. I really didn't. I Same. didn't I didn't know if he was going to be a gamer on this level. Yeah. And it turns out that he is. And that made me happy because that means that there's another side to Fessy that we will eventually see and we're starting to see here, which is this slimeball politicker like you need to be yep. when you want to win this show. Love it. And you know what? Kyle and Johnny are saying, hey, listen, fine. We, you know, work with us and we'll work with you. And I'm like, why would you do this, Fessy? You just signed. You just let them know that you're 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 manipula you're able to be manipulated and so um i don't know if this was a smart move it's Johnny bananas i mean he's not gonna come through here you're gonna go in you have to go in fessy you're the biggest threat
1: Kyle in an interview says, uh, "Listen, Banana's promised Casey that Fessy wasn't going to go in, but if he wants to throw Fessy in, I'm on board."
0: Yeah, he's like, you know, Johnny. I mean, he'll he'll get in there when he needs to get in there. So if he's going to throw him in, I don't give a shit.
1: Johnny, Jenny, Fessy, Kyle, and Melissa are in the bunks talking, and uh, they say they say that basically they want to vote Rogan in. Okay. They're like, that's what the House should do. We should vote Rogan in for the guys. Now,
0: once again, this, I mean, a smart move because Rogan is a is a threat. But big dude, big I, guy. You can only imagine, I don't want to harp on this, you can only imagine this was some sort of a buildup throughout the past couple of episodes where Rogan was ag- uh, against the Bananas faction and having that to do with D or something or other because it's weird that all of a sudden we're picking Rogan as a person to throw in and there's no real data to back it up we don't know why exactly we
1: don't even know who rogan is in this game anymore
0: quite honestly i thought rogan was just going to float through because he was just not being shown um but it's maybe not going to happen
1: uh you got to imagine rogan's pissed um that he's getting so little screen time but oh well so with that decision jenny and melissa go talk to nelson and bailey about rogan And Jenny basically tells Melissa – I mean, Jenny basically tells Nelson, hey, I'm not voting for you. I'm voting for Rogan. And then in an interview, Nelson says, Jenny is scared. Hmm. And I'm like, what does he mean by that? I was very interested how the next uh, few scenes played out. Nelson then goes to talk to Rogan, and he says, listen, your people are throwing you under the bus. Corey is there and he's like, why are they telling you? Why are they telling us to vote for Rogan? Corey in an interview is like, I don't like Jenny. And then basically we learn through these guys conversation that they think Jenny is coming to tell them to vote for Rogan as a way of saying, hey, I'm not going to vote for you. Don't vote for me. Corey's not into it. Corey In his eyes, Jenny has come up short one too many times when it comes to uh, paying him back for the favors that he has extended to her. Rogan, in an interview about Jenny, he says something I've never heard before that I thought was so cute. He says, bless her cotton socks.
0: Bless her cotton socks, folks. She shouldn't
1: come for me. What Love does it. that even mean? I think
0: it's just one of those things that just sounds great to say. Bless her cotton socks. Bless,
1: bless her cotton socks. Uh, Jenny, you shouldn't come for me. He's like, Jenny's scrambling, okay? She's not a great politicker. She's doing a bad job. Basically, Rogan is saying Jenny has a messy game. What do you think?
0: I think Jenny... Um it it's interesting because you can only imagine that Jenny and D was a big thing this year, and so maybe we would have seen something else of Jenny, and I would have felt like I wanted Jenny to win. But really, all we're seeing is Jenny sort of kind of glomming onto the bananas, uh, mm-hmm. pagan um, direction. And, and and I don't know. I don't I don't love players that are sort of like just uh, soldiers for uh, an alliance. That's usually not who I'm not. I'm not rooting for them. And so I also and I've gone on record saying this before, I like Rogan. So I'm actually excited by the fact that Rogan has a little fire lit under his ass and might come after Jenny in some way, shape, or form. Mm. Because let's not forget, you mentioned it before, he hooked her up by letting her know that D was coming after her. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, come on. They're they're Brits, you know? They played together last season and and somewhat did, anyway. No,
1: they were in opposite alliances. uh, I
0: I know, but they were in the same... um, where they were in this on the same team. Wasn't last se- season, weren't they uh, British versus Americans or was that two seasons ago? That was,
1: ago? but they were in opposite alliances.
0: Still. They came. <laughs> o- they come over together. They they probably dorm together on the way over to these things. Yeah, you know they I mean? had
1: an agreement at some point, these two. Yes. Rogan wouldn't have just told Jenny that D was coming for you him. You know, they're doing
0: public appearances. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're, they're friends. Yeah. And, and she's just jumping to the Johnny Bananas deal over there. Yeah. Although there was rumors that on uh, Jenny's first we don't season talk that, rumors. J- that Johnny Bananas Anna's and her hooked up so you never know what the hell's going on. We in don't that talk house.
1: rumors, but there is a big rumor that Johnny and Jenny did hook up at some point.
0: So you know you never know, you know maybe you don't want to trust somebody that's uh, an ex- hookup of Johnny. But, but
1: who knows? Maybe who not knows? even a hookup at all.
0: Regardless, I'm just saying I was excited that this flame was set.
1: Me too. That brings us to the House vote. Rogan is sitting there and he says, I'm not a pussy. I'm a competitor. and I'd like to put my name on the board. This is interesting because Rogan knows that the House is going to vote for him. And so instead of letting the House vote for him, he just volunteers himself.
0: Now, was there stuff being cut out of this show that would really um, prove that this was going to happen? Or was I stupid? Because when he did this, I was like, it didn't seem like everybody was going to vote for him. You know what I mean? You got you got Nelson. You got core. You got all these people who are kind of not really going to show their hand until they actually vote and don't mind going against House votes. He has himself. You know, um, then there's I I wasn't sure that Jenny was telling the truth. I thought maybe Jenny could have been pulling a fast one uh, on Nelson and Corey, a la maybe uh, bananas telling her, let them know just so they are not prepared. So they don't politic so that they don't know their how their names are going to go on the board. There there was a lot of stuff because to me at this point, I was thinking, oh, Nelson versus Corey would be in their benefit if they're not going to go after Fessy because I just didn't see where Rogan sat in all of this stuff. So to me, Rogan putting his name on the board, I was like, there's a shot you weren't going to go in. But was that just me? Did you were you like, oh, it was done deal for Rogan?
1: I thought it was a done deal because I just don't see Corey, Fessy, or Nelson. They're in an alliance together, and they're because we have to remember the Tribunal's not voting here, so the Tribunal's out. So you know, Johnny, Kyle, and Casey's vote aren't. You know, Johnny and Kyle might have voted for Corey or Nelson, but Corey, Nelson, and Fessy are not going to vote for each other. That only leaves one guy, and that's Rogan. They're clearly those three are clearly going to vote for Rogan, and then from what I can tell, Jenny. D Melissa and Bailey are not in an alliance so I didn't expect they them to vote as a single unit so I, I I figured Rogan was going in and then in an interview he says let's save the bullshit I'm over it I know I don't have the votes I And mean, he goes and puts his name up it was
0: pretty heroic but also I mean if you're saying I don't what know if was it was heroic I, I think,
1: think it was just him just being like I'm gonna save myself the shame of people saying my name and I'm just gonna put myself in
0: to put your name in and not hope for the you know that's a wild move I it mean, is a wild move he could game. have scrambled he could have scrambled. we
1: do see someone scramble in a couple of minutes yes, here there and is
0: some scrambling going on so
1: he could he could have been trying to make some deals and he didn't he didn't try and make deals uh he also referenced last season you know the the fallout of him from last season from fans must have really like haunted him This, this, he never saw an elimination. He skated by. How about
0: two seasons ago when he gassed out? When
1: he gassed out. I mean, he's acting as if he has something to prove. Yes. And he does. Yes. Um, So Rogan puts his name on the board, and then that brings us to the female vote, Jenny starts leading this, and she starts talking, and then she says, I'm going to say D's name. D's like, I'm going to say your name. Melissa votes for Bailey. Bailey votes for Melissa. The female vote has been split four ways. I'm confused as to what's going on. Me too,
0: and I mean, I didn't mention it at the immediate time, but then we go back and talk about it, you and I. We paused it and actually talked a little bit. To split the votes in this way to where the female vote does not count Mm. is either a, mo- a purposeful move or a very unstrategic move
1: every woman there has one vote against them which means none of them really have a vote against them they're and all even at this point and now we have to go to the guys
0: the boys get to make the decision here.
1: the guys are going to make the decision fessy says d Corey says jenny nelson says jenny what jenny now has three votes jenny's looking scared rogan it's his time to talk and he goes jenny listen i thought we had something but nelson told me you were going to vote for me is that true jenny starts stuttering she's trying she's scrambling
0: She's scrambling. She's trying to say, "Well, I just wanted uh, the only reason I said that was because uh, Corey. I didn't want Corey to think that I was going to vote for him, and then so I had to tell Nelson because I thought it would be in good faith that his friend also didn't get my vote." And <laughs> I mean, really scrambling here. And then, like, kind of in the middle of it, Rogan's just like, "My vote's for you, Jenny. Put your name put your before, name on the board."
1: Before he says that, he what? says, "You've been a pawn in Johnny's game." Yeah, or you've been a pawn in their game. Uh, he gives applying he to-
0: gives her a, a a a rather good dressing down.
1: He. Takes her down a few, not just she's scrambling.
0: What I loved most about this was he was not being disrespectful.
1: He was not being disrespectful. Did not raise his
0: voice, did not stand up, did not say anything that would uh, be taken wrong. He was keeping it in a game manner. Just basically saying, your game is shit. Calm. Calm. And you have been a pawn this whole time, and you're about to reap the benefits of that.
1: She's like she's like apologizing all of it to Corey. Yeah. Corey's kind of like laughing. And then Rogan says what Nick said, which is, my vote is for Jenny, put your name on the board.
0: Put your name, and then and then she starts kind of she then looks over at the girls. She
1: looks at Bailey and Melissa and says, if you two want to change your vote, I'd appreciate it.
0: Yeah. And then uh, and then literally Rogan goes, the the votes are locked in. No one's changing their vote. Put your then she goes, this is the best. This was my favorite line. He he goes, put your name on the board, mate. Put your name on the board, mate. Like it's over. Wow. It's a done deal. And wow. she reluctantly, and I say reluctantly, stands up and puts her name on the board. Woo. And it is a wild I mean, it was a real just desserts
1: there. I'm Bailey's face throughout this bailey looks shocked she didn't see this coming melissa's like going back and forth looking back and forth
0: we should say that melissa has a has ties to d and to jenny and M- jenny's really looking at melissa and going melissa change your fucking vote um and melissa's like i can't yeah i can't do that for you jenny. i can't do it to d mm-hmm.
1: yeah melissa doesn't want to do it to d melissa and d have a friendship we saw it beginning, and then it got cut out of the show. Right. So, But we assume that Melissa and Dee are very close, and that Melissa has promised Dee she won't vote for her. Ooh, wow. This house vote was fun. Jenny walks back into the bunk. She looks at Kyle. She goes, it's me. She, Rogan follows her. Jenny gets all upset. She's trying to, she kind of raises her voice. Rogan is explaining what happens. Then we hear Johnny say to uh, Melissa, so you guys split your vote four ways. Brilliant
0: brilliant i mean johnny knows exactly you know how to play numbers here you know when to burn your votes when to stack votes on people when to split your votes and clearly there was just no strategy talk there and um i mean really you you've you've now taken your life out of your hands and given it to some wild cards
1: kyle says to melissa you just put her in kyle says i'm on the tribunal if jenny asks me for you in purgatory, I'm gonna give it to her, give you. I'm gonna give her you. Uh, Kyle says to Johnny, Mel, as in Melissa, knew exactly what she was doing 100%. He's completely pinning this on Melissa. Hated this scene, hated this take from Kyle, didn't understand it. Something else is going on here. If Melissa had changed her vote, it would still be three to three, it would not have changed the tides of the voting. Okay, right. Jenny has how many votes does Ginny have? She has D. Uh, Corey, Nelson, Rogan. That's four votes. M- G- Jenny has four votes. D has two. If Melissa would have changed her vote, that would have been three votes. Jenny would have still gone in. I don't understand this. I do not understand this.
0: I don't really understand either. I, I don't know what went on. All, all I know is that Kyle's Mel-
1: being a dick.
0: Melissa should have just straight up abandoned D at that point.
1: Even if she did, it doesn't matter. Jenny still had four votes.
0: Still, she should have just abandoned D. You (sighs) just got to run with the people that are getting you further. And D seems to not have any fans in the house at all. So
1: Kyle's being an ass here.
0: Kyle's being an ass here. He makes
1: Melissa tear up.
0: I think it was more along the lines of, boy, they had this thing completely like you. They they did exactly what they planned by getting themselves in tribunal. They have the tightest, um, you know, numbers alliance in the house and they are like, hey, smooth sailing, baby. And then, boom, they leave the room for f- two minutes. They come back, and one of their Alliance members is, is in jeopardy of going home. So, I don't know. I, I, I could go either way here. I understand that it's not nice to be mean to people and to make people feel ostracized and bad. But also, this is a game for a million dollars, and this is what they've signed up for. So... You know, and they've and Johnny has been telling Melissa this entire game. She's not your friend. She's not your friend. So there must be a lot of talks to Melissa about ditching D. And this must have seemed like the final straw of the allegiance to D that they wish was not there.
1: I can't say this enough. OK. OK. I want you to put your fingers up. I want you to put your fingers up. Everybody listening. OK. Put one finger up. That is- D voting for Jenny put two fingers up that is f- uh Corey voting for Jenny three fingers Nelson voting for Jenny four fingers Rogan voting for Jenny if Melissa had changed her vote it would have been three for D this is uncalled for Kyle leaves the room and um Johnny and Melissa have kind of a sweet talk you know I, I guess it's sweet it's it feels like he's kind of like trying to g- kind no, of like guide her in a big brother type way he's just
0: saying to her like listen I get it I get it. I get it. All right. But bottom line is the outcome is the way the outcome is. And I'm pissed off about that.
1: Yeah. Then we see Melissa goes to talk to Jenny. They're in the bunks. They're both crying. Jenny says, I'm just I'm so disappointed. I'm so upset. in an interview, she says, I've worked so hard to get to this point. Jenny is genuinely worried about going home.
0: What's wild here is Jenny is, like, the fucking Terminator.
1: Easily the strongest woman in the house. So
0: the idea of not feeling confident in this game, I sort of was confused by. But then I'm thinking puzzles. Puzzles.
1: You never know what you're going to get. You never know what you're going to get. That takes us to a commercial when we come out of it. Fessy and Jenny are talking to each other, and they're both kind of freaking out. I mean, Fessy's like, listen, Johnny promised me I'm not going in, but I don't know what's going to happen. And in an interview, he says, "Um, I haven't worked with Johnny this whole time. If Johnny was smart, he'd take a shot at me. You know what? He's not wrong. He's right. That brings us to Tribunal. Casey, Johnny, and Kyle are going to talk about who to put in. There's a fun little moment here where Kyle's like, wow, I haven't seen this side of the room. Because Kyle hasn't been in tribunal yet,
0: I know. Because Casey's like, it's been a while for me, and Kyle's like, it's been never for me.
1: Yeah, and Casey says that because she looks at the board where the names have been crossed off, where they use to decide who's going to go in. Who should we talk about first? They decide to talk about the gals. Casey brings up Bailey or D. Johnny says Melissa, maybe. Kyle says I'd vote her in. Still running that campaign. They decide on bringing in Bailey and D for the interviews. Then when it comes to the guys, Johnny says, listen, I'm looking at the guys to see who's the biggest threat. It's Fessy. But I want to do right by you guys, meaning Casey and Fessy. I want to do right by what I said. So let's go with Corey and Nelson. Wow. What do you think about Johnny not putting Fessy in?
0: I don't know, but this is two of three deals that he's made that he's followed through on, which is pretty wild. Now. I have a, I have a, a theory here. Oh, on tell. the fessy move because this tell is me. of the three moves, the choices that he could make: either go evil Johnny and break or stay. The fessy is the most dangerous move, and honestly, the biggest mistake that he could have made is not putting fessy in here, because they're probably not going to go into another uh, uh, head-to-head elimination and. And this is his chance to get a huge threat out of the house that stands between him and a million dollars. I know that there's been whiffins in the air. I don't know if that's a real term, but I'm going to use it. Whiffins in the air of Johnny Bananas wanting to be on Big Brother. I think that he's trying to curry favor with Big Brother people, because huh. I think this is his final season on The Challenge. Whoa. And I think he needs a career move. Oh. And I think he needs to be on more reality. Oh We've my seen God. him show up on Food Network. You know what I mean? He's got ties other places. He's made his name long enough on television that he's a viable person to be on these marriage boot camp style shows. You know what I mean? He could be on reality for a long time.
1: He has his own television show. This is no fucking television show on, on NBC.
0: So I think that he wants to be on Big Brother, and I think he wants to make friends with people who have won Big Brother, who have done well, who have moved over, just to kind of get in the talks, get in the scene, be friends with, and have alliances with in real life. Wow. So I think he likes Casey. I think he likes Fessy. I think he likes the Big Brother people. Because he kind of sees, you know, Casey's a winner. You know what I mean? Casey's like big big shit on a network. You know what I mean? She'll be back on Big Brother again on an all-star season. Who else was he good friends with on this show? Kyle? (laughs) Josh.
1: Oh, my God. You're right. Josh
0: is a doof who doesn't compete well. He is a number, sure, but Josh is also a Big Brother person. Didn't Josh win Big Brother? Yeah. He's going back on. I mean, he didn't know that at this point. But I think Johnny is looking ahead in his career, and I think Johnny wants to be on Big Brother. There was rumors that he was going to be on Celebrity Big Brother a few years ago.
1: Yeah, I remember that. And
0: so I have a feeling he wants in.
1: Wow, that's a good theory. There you go. Wow. So the Tribunal picks uh, Dee, Bailey, Corey, and Nelson to bring in for the interviews. When the name goes on the board, we get an interview from Fessy saying, God, I'm so proud of myself. I made it this far in the game. Fessy, we are also proud of you. Corey, in an interview, uh, says, when I go in there to talk to the tribunal, I will not put Nelson down. Corey goes in first. It's a very neutral interview. I don't really have much to report. He's just kind of like, yeah, you guys got to do whatever is best for your game. You know, I'm not going to put Nelson down. I'm not going to throw Nelson under the bus. Yeah, it's honorable. um, Nelson goes in. They seem to like Nelson more because Kyle says, listen, whoever goes down there, we want you to come back. And I was like, what's in- this is interesting. They're kind of palling around with Nelson in a way that they weren't palling around with Corey for the women's interview. We get a little just snippet of D being like, yeah, it is how it is. And I was like, OK, Dee's was. like, as
0: you know, I will never stop.
1: It is how it is. And I'm like, OK. And then Bailey, she comes in. She talks. She calls herself a rookie. In this interview, which is really one of the only times we've heard it this season, they've been uh, referred to as prospects. Mm -hmm. So that just shows us that that language is still carrying on with the cast, even though production is trying to change it to prospects. Um, Kyle says to Bailey, listen, I just want to tell you, be ready. That brings us to the activity room. Um... Uh we're not in one of the rooms with couches, okay? And everybody, Kyle and Johnny are hanging out. Nelson walks up to them, and then he's just trying to sell how bad of a player he is. Like, why you would want to keep him in a final. He's not good at puzzles, you know, all this stuff. And then he says, but listen, I'm going to be honest. Just put me in. Corey's got a kid and another one on the way. I want to give him the best shot for Ryder and his little angel coming soon. Oh, my God. Nelson throws himself At the mercy of Johnny and Kyle and says, let me go in and take this one for my friend, Corey.
0: I mean, this was quite a scene, folks. Uh, Nelson doing a full 180 here where he is now. He's done a 180 this season. Yeah. It's, It's incredible. It was an incredible scene. You could tell Johnny and Kyle pretending to be moved. By what he's saying and uh, i tell you that was that was a, an interesting scene to watch johnny and kyle look at him and be like wow man you're a good friend when in the back of their mind they're going this guy's a fucking idiot now they're not going to say that but i do believe that johnny bananas in the back of his mind and kyle in the back of his mind it's like i would never do that in a million years you're an idiot and we i think we're all already gonna throw you in anyway but you know what Nelson, you're a good guy, you're a good friend. And they're making themselves look good on television, and they're also patting a guy on the back who has just handed them their head. So that's uh, basically what, what I see here, but it doesn't take away from what Nelson has done, which he did not have to do. And I believe that Corey could, and Nelson had a 50-50 shot of going down there. I still think that these guys, it would be dependent on what what the... Da- what the um, what the game that they were the, gonna, elimination the elimination game. was going to be. Yeah. I still I don't think that they're going to make their mind up here. I think they're going to wait to get on the
1: purgatory floor. So Nelson offers himself up as sacrifice. Um, like Nick says, Johnny and Kyle are saying in this moment, we have a lot of respect for you. You're like one of the most uh, in an interview. Johnny says Nelson is the most genuine, loyal dude. Um, Kyle in an interview calls him the king of all uncles,
0: king of all uncles,
1: now, I think this is another reason for us to watch possibly Teen Mom, because I do know that Nelson has showed up uh, a few times for Corey on that show. as no. Okay.
0: No, I'm not watching Teen Mom.
1: A commercial goes. Uh commercial comes and goes, and then the alarm goes off. It's time for purgatory. Corey, in an interview, says it's between me and my brother Nelson. I'm starting to get teary-eyed bailey in an interview is like i just want to prove to myself that i can make it you know i always come up short i always get i i I never get all the way there and i just want to get all the way there once that brings us to purgatory we hear someone say a good old-fashioned headbanger baby tj says hey losers he likes calling people losers uh, I sent you home to pick somebody, to pick two people to come into purgatory. And you picked Rogan and Jenny. Come on down, Rogan and Jenny. And then he goes, Tribunal, um, let's uh, hear your votes. Bananas, in a classic um, classic misdirection, starts off his vote by saying, Bailey, I've uh, watched you play a pretty good game. Uh, so therefore, my this season, didn't really know you. And so therefore, my vote's for D.
0: And um, I cheered. <laughs> Because if bananas went that way, Kyle's going to go that way. And who cares what Casey does, even though they, for some reason, need to get all three votes. Don't know why. Um, But that's just for drama purposes. So I guess they need to say their vote no matter what. But I knew D was going in and did. I mean, I'm I may have tuned out for one second as I do. We have a long day ahead of us. Um, Did you mention what was on the floor?
1: I just said that there, I didn't mention what was on the floor. I just said that when they came into purgatory, we heard someone say a good old fashioned headbanger, baby. Uh, Okay,
0: because what we see on the floor is clearly a hall brawl. Hall brawl. I mean, and this hall brawl is constructed in a way, and somebody mentions how narrow it is. Yeah. There ain't no escape from this hall brawl. Mm -mm. And so Jenny, I would say would be top two people I wouldn't want to go up against in Hall Brawl. I'm talking men and women.
1: Really? Well, no. she, I Tori would say home. I would home. say top four. Let's not forget Tori sent her home in a Hall Brawl last season. Tori,
0: we've met Tori in real life. I wouldn't want to go up against Tori either. Tori's like six foot tall. She's tall. Um, I would say that this is, I mean, she's a machine. She's a Terminator. And I know that whoever's going up against Jenny here, whether it be Bailey or D, is going the fuck home. And so when Johnny says D, I look up in the air. I thank the challenge gods that D is not going to be in a final. I knew it at this point. And I was like, okay, it's okay that she was cut out through this entire season. Because it's not going to have anything to do with the- The
1: entire last half of the season. Yeah,
0: it's not going to have anything to do with the outcome. Um, I'm hoping, at least at this point. Um, And yes, they go to Casey. Casey says D. They get Kyle. Kyle says D. So D is now going in against- jenny in a goddamn hall brawl good old-fashioned hall brawl it's time to break some bones
1: that's when uh tj says okay hey, now let's do the guy's vote johnny starts off by saying "Corey, that man standing next to you is an absolute rider. i know why he is your best friend nelson i cannot tell you how much respect i have for you uh he came to us he said to put himself in over you my vote is for nelson casey says their friendship is awesome i'm gonna vote for nelson Kyle says, Corey's children have one hell of an uncle. My vote is for Nelson. He
0: loves the uncle thing. And boom, that's three for three. Johnny Banan is coming through on stand-up deals. Did they all work for him? Who knows? But uh, I do think that that was uh, a surprise for me that Johnny did not double cross somebody on the penultimate uh, episode of this show.
1: Nelson and Corey hug. Rogan says in an interview, hey, that's incredible what Nelson's doing, uh, but it's not going to change what I'm about to do.
0: Yeah he's got that look in his eye that he like that, that I'm going to break Jay's arm. Look,
1: yeah. Jenny versus D. As I said before, Jenny went home in a hall brawl last season. We know this is her weak point. Has she improved? Has she learned from her mistakes? She says that she's going to look down the whole time. She's not going to look her, look her in the eye. Uh, So that must have been her mistake. She must have been looking at Tori and and froze because she made eye contact with Tori, I'm guessing.
0: Quite honestly, you look up, you've lost your leverage because Hmm. you want to get low and push with your legs. And that's how you're driving this person back and then through. it's a a football, uh, you know, there's these things called sleds. In football, it's those things that kind of look like. If you ever look at a high school football yeah. uh, thing, they're it's like a person. They look like a person. It's a torso. It's all, that all you about ram getting into. low, picking up, and driving back, and that's what the line does in football. And quite honestly, Jenny would make a great uh, a great uh, offensive lineman. Um, so that's what
1: you said. That's what I wrote in my notes. Yeah. So the way that this works is you got a you, you two ends of a hall. You run as fast as you can into the other person, and then who can, who can ever get to the other side and ring their bell twice. Wins. So it's best two out of three. Um, Man, Jenny just, this first one, Jenny just pushes D back like an offensive lineman, like Nick said.
0: Drives her back using her legs, holds her. Uh, at this is first it
1: offensive one or offensive? Offensive? <laughs> well,
0: most of them are <laughs> offensive, those animals. But uh, no, it's offensive linemen. So, um, yeah, so he, she drives, drives uh, D back. There's a struggle, though.
1: There's a struggle. Um, but she drives her back. Drives and her back. She rings the bell. Rings the bell. And then in the next interview, she is very clear-headed before this next round. She says, this is my moment. I'm here right now to send d home
0: and in this one she i think even drives her back in a more uh i would say professional manner i mean d has lost a lot of energy on that first one and really just kind of pushes d all the way to the bell wow and then knocks that bell and she is the winner d goes the hell home (sighs) sayonara d
1: wow see you never i guess
0: I, i mean really i i don't i don't know I don't know what's going to happen with you and your career, but um, you were exciting to watch for a while, and, and it all crumbled.
1: Fizzled pretty quick. Um, next up, Nelson versus Rogan. Nelson in the interview says, I've had a lot of time to think. If I can give Corey the best shot that I can, that's what I want to do. Money is amazing. but I, 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 But if I can call myself a winner and a challenge, that's priceless. I messed this up. Basically, Nelson is saying, I want to win this, but I also want Corey to win this.
0: Yeah, I mean, we all know <laughs> what's happening here. He'd prefer to win.
1: But he also uh, wants Corey to yeah, win. Yeah, yeah. Rogan, in an interview, says it's n- it's noble what Nelson did, but he's in my way. Nelson and Rogan, oh, these two rounds, because it only lasted two rounds, uh, they were painful for me to watch. Brutal. The first one, Nelson basically... is able to pull and push Rogan back far enough where if he lets go of Rogan, he can run to his bell and ring it before Rogan can. But he doesn't do that. He holds on and he gets pulled back into the middle and then then they separate and Rogan is first to his bell. Ouch. It was right there for Nelson's taking.
0: Yeah, he strategically screwed up here.
1: He was so focused on the struggle that was happening in the Hall Brawl he didn't realize that he was closer to his bell.
0: Yeah. Um, but in the process, boy, did they bang each other up. I Ooh. mean, this is seems painful. I mean, when they collide, it's just like the spine seriously
1: freight trains.
0: so then we go up into the second one i mean and you could tell that the crowd watching here is like this is tense this is super tense we're
1: getting interviews from people who are saying i i'm having a hard time watching this you can hear bones breaking yeah
0: so we get into the second one again they collide like two trains boom it's really crazy and it's you know, another struggle. I mean, this time, uh, you know, it looks as though Nelson is driving um, Rogan back, but then Rogan makes a really smart strategic move and and actually takes Nelson off his feet. I mean, you can't do anything if you're off your feet. So he kind of gets low. He picks him up off his feet a little bit, and so he kind of jockeys for position a little bit. They're struggling. They're moving. Then we get the longest when they both pass each other and actually start running. We get the longest edit of these guys running for their bell and tripping and sliding and slipping in the sand, back and forth, back and forth. They must have run the same slip that Nelson did three times. And what should take about um, uh, uh, two seconds to run from one part to the bell took like a minute and a half. Mm. They drew this thing out to where Ashley was like on her feet, couldn't watch. Mm. It was so wild. But eventually... Rogan r- r- rings that bell.
1: Aww.
0: Poor Nelson has to go home. We see Nelson after this. He looks like he was in a fucking beatdown. Like, I guys pushed him this. down and beat him up in prison or something because he is so bruised, bloodied, and battered on his face. It is insane.
1: I hate
0: this. It's insane. You have to watch him go home. You see Corey. Corey's like about Corey is trying to be, you know, uh, tough for Nelson, but he also clearly wants to cry. He, you know, he's also super disappointed because he saw that Nelson. Nelson had this. He had it, and he lost it. He Nelson. runs down
1: there to say bye to them. They yeah. have a moment. They have a
0: moment. They hug. You Nelson know.
1: says, "It's your season. Go take care Go of business. I love you." Yeah,
0: oh! it's such wild stuff. And then Nelson's goodbye is just like, you know, I, I did what I could. Unfortunately, the better man won here. You know, he's always he's always leaving uh, with his head up and 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 uh, in a good sportsman like manner. Nelson, goodbye, farewell. I'm sure we'll see you again.
1: Nelson, in his exit interview, says, I pray to God Corey wins. This is his season. Corey, you better win. Corey, you better win. Nelson just sacrificed himself, and I need Corey to win.
0: Unfortunately, Fessy's going to be there, so I don't know. Uh, But we'll see. We'll see what happens.
1: At the end of this, TJ looks at the challengers and he says, OK, guys, I'd pack my bags. Everyone is in the final.
0: Wild. Woo!
1: Everyone's freaking out. Jenny turns over. and She hugs Rogan in an interview. She says, I even hugged Rogan. I don't even like him. Yeah. Who knew? Who knew? Um, Johnny in an interview says, this is the first final I've seen in sixth season. Corey in an interview says, I am tore up that Nelson isn't here. I mean, really? Mm. 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 So painful. Painful. Who do we have going to this final? Let's go over this roster. For the gals, we have Jenny, Bailey, Casey, and Melissa. Are those all first-time finalists? Melissa's never been in a final.
0: Jenny's never been in a Jenny's final. Jenny's
1: never been in a final. Casey's Casey never been and in a final and, and Bailey Bailey's never been in a final. Yep. Those are all first-time finalists. Wow.
0: For the men, you have Johnny and Kyle? Yes. You have Rogan and you have Fessy Bessie and Corey. And Corey, five guys. Five guys.
1: And a, and a few of them have seen a final. Kyle, yeah. Rogue, everyone of the guys has seen a final except for Fessy. Yeah. Wow. And I think
0: I'm my money's on Fessy. Easy.
1: I need Corey to win. I'm now 100% vote pulling for Corey. I need Nelson's sacrifice not to be in vain. Nelson, I love you. I hope you come back soon. Yeah, Thank really. you for redeeming yourself. What a great season you had. You know, I I just think Nelson's a great player. I think that people constantly write Nelson off um, because he is bad with words okay he says funny things incorrectly and sometimes he loses his head but i know he's got a heart of gold
0: got a heart of gold folks and you know who else has a heart of gold you thank you for listening to this show we'll be back next week with another recap make sure you check out our monday shows we have a lot of fun over there make sure that you're checking out our patreon patreon.com forward slash reality blows you can check out everything that reality blows does at realityblowspodcast.com. and as always may tj call you a loser one day
1: and may he call your daily sick